Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to LoveSportRadio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at LoveSportRadio on Twitter. What a banger that is. It's, of course, Millwall Tahiti. <laughs> For your Friday night and love... A little bit of a light intro, a little bit of easy listening after a tough, tough week. Could have had Roy Green, but no, yeah. we, we, we did it. We, we like a bit of Robert Delgado. Could have had rocking all over the world. Yeah. Just to trigger some we people have. as we start. Interesting that a lot of people want to get rid of that and the goal music and, <laughs> and <laughs> Hey Jude as well. Nah, it's wrong. They're wrong. Anyway, uh, um, what we're going to talk about, it's been a really quiet, yeah, slow news week of the day really now. S- I mean, we've had like proper genuine slow news weeks where it's like, <laughs> oh, Jake Cooper's uh, putting out the bins again. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, you know, Steve Morrison's had his hair cut, you know, hair dyed or something like that. Oh, what's going on here? Genuinely one of the, not longest, but not, I'm not going to call it traumatic, I'm not going to call it long, just call one of the most sort of it's, um, a, a, a heavy yeah, I, I I would say. I mean, obviously, we, we live now in the age of social media, so these these things have uh, amplified compared with the past. But as a f- a Millwall fan of some maturity, yeah. um, this is not an unusual event because every so often an event will happen at the den, and then you'll get a media meltdown in the aftermath. I mean, a lot worse has happened in the past, and the meltdown has been, um, you know, press focused. What we have now, of course, is um, a host of um, stations like this one, talk radio stations and social media voices that look to carve out their own particular take on a subject of which they know little and a club that they know little. And that, that what's made it, for me, um, doubly hard this week has been the, the kind of kangaroo court element of some of this, where people take a view on, on a, an incident that happened and no one is saying... Well done, chaps, for singing that song last last Saturday night. Far from it. Um, but then they set themselves up as kind of um, judge, jury, and Lord High Executioner. And 
it's it, it is it is tough to listen to, and I think the reaction of Mill fans generally, I think you'd agree with this, Harry, has has been to defend our club because. One thing people need to know out there, and I know all the Mill fans listening to this will know exactly what I mean by this, is that when the the, uh, the brown stuff hits the fan, that the um, the club forms itself into a defensive mode, and you know we'll we'll we will hit back as hard as we can to defend ourselves. Yeah, apart from certain people on certain other radio stations that pull gasoline onto the fire. Um, but moving aside from that idiot, we'll um, and that's the nicest way I can put that. Um, Realistically, I'm not going to. Def- I can't defend like yourself. Obviously, no one can defend what happened at the den last Saturday inside the stadium. Yeah. That's all I'm interested in talking about. What happened outside the stadium is a criminal matter, yeah. and we can't really talk about that on national radio. It's, it's not acceptable. Other than, other than to say that you know knife crime generally in this city is is rampant, and that's now one more statistic in a knife crime epidemic that's going on. But I take the point. It's it's a criminal matter, and I'm not sure what we can bring. At the, to the, at the end of the it. day, you know, Sadiq Khan's too busy fighting Uber drivers and and, and, and telling them to pay congestion charges. Stop trying to stop Brexit. Yeah, well, taking a view on Brexit when you know when when there are kids out there running riot with with, with blades, and that is to be condemned. But we don't have that kind of media coverage for no. a minority of Millwall fans doing that. But th- this is the problem. It's always going to be a contentious issue. I feel it's a taboo subject to even talk about and mention. Um, which, you know, there's been other instances this season. I feel like the media have decided to make this a Millwall issue when it's not a Millwall issue, it's a football issue. And it's happened in two high-profile clubs. It's happened in Chelsea earlier this season and it happened at the North London Derby. I think a banana was thrown at Abdamiyang or, an, uh, you know... I, mean, I, I was saying outside, I was listening to, uh, watching um, BT Sport Sunday night, uh, Palace were playing Manchester... Uh, Spurs. Spurs, sorry. And there was a, a rousing chorus of the of the Spurs um, song, which I won't say because yeah. we we're on the radio. And it's a word that I believe is as offensive as the video that's doing the rounds for, yeah. um, you know, for, for uh, Millwall. And yet, where's the kangaroo court set up for Spurs the next day? You don't see it. And th- there's many incidents. Harry's pointed out a couple. We, we can all come up with um, offensive chants and offensive um, remarks at football, which is sad. It's not what I, I don't believe that you need it to create a great atmosphere. I don't think we needed it on that song. It added nothing to what was an electric atmosphere on, on Saturday night. And yet people seem to feel that they can get carried away and go that that you know, that bit further. They seem to see that as part and parcel of, of the event. Um, but as far as the, it's the difference in treatment, I think that's, that's the thing. And I, I don't know, you're not a Millwall fan, you're a United fan, I know, but I don't know how it strikes an outsider to see this because the difference in, and the lopsided treatment that we get is, uh, it's a story about, of our, of our the, existence. The, the thing is, Nick, on this, I feel like an insider. I feel like an insider on this because I went to the game with you. Yeah, stood next last, to me. Yeah. La- last weekend. And, and a great atmosphere. Wow. You know. Wow. I mean, you know, if you got, I wish we actually had a clip of, of your podcast, mm. of the actual actor Millwall podcast from last week because I literally turned around, you, you, you gave your mic to me and you said, what do you reckon? And I said, literally, wow, yeah. listen to the atmosphere. It was absolutely incredible. Hairs on the back of your neck kind of stuff. I actually put a clip up on social media. It's got 130 likes or retweets yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Just saying literally, under the lights, the den, wow, what an atmosphere. And, and you know, I'll be honest with you. 
I come from an Asian background where football has been in in my generation, and it's it's what by one or two in the generation before by my mm. dad and my uncle. Mm. When I turn around to people and I go, oh, they go, you know, we're going at the weekend. So this weekend I'm going to Bristol City. Oh, Bristol City. Oh, okay, cool. If I say I'm going Millwall, they look at me in a funny way. Go, oh, <laughs> all right, yeah, fine. And the funny thing is, this is the strangest thing is that I've got Pakistani friends yeah. and I've got Pakistani friends who I had the conversation with on the Friday night and they go, we go and I go, Millwall, they go, it's a bit iffy and I go, trust me, it's not, it's not. I said, why would I put myself in a situation where I'd feel in danger or I'd feel um, intimidated by fans or groups of fans or, or you know, these vile racist thugs mm. as people are going on about why would I put myself in that situation where I have the opportunity someone's basically going to come up to mate I'm not exactly inconspicuous I'm six and a half no, foot you're, you're, you're a fair size chap you know, you know? I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to stand outside the den outside our wall I've gone and done a tour of the club shop I've done the club shop update as I proudly told Nick last week you know I've gone and, and, and done the rounds of the den why would I put myself out there to be stabbed acid attacked called this that the other I wouldn't very no, simply, you, you would not get that at the den. It, but that, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's, that's the thing. It's this, it's, it has a cartoon pantomime villain exactly. um, image. And I, I personally think we're probably cursed with it forever. I think it's our... I think that's strength. What, even they, if we call what, ourselves the Bermondsey Cuddle Club, the no, that's the fr- that's the franchise name. It's like you lot are playing the Yorkshire Red Millers <laughs> yeah, this week. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. The Yorkshire Red Millers. Uh, but, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, I feel like I I went to that game. I felt, you know, I mean, don't, I got the old look. When I was waiting for you outside yeah, the actual ground, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there for about half hour. I got the old look here and there. Yeah. But not one that said, you know what, I'm going to finish up. No, it wasn't that. It was like, oh, well, okay, cool. Yeah. Fair enough. But I'll tell you something for free. I bet if you analyse all the data of that ground last weekend, I was probably maybe the only Asian person there. You probably were the only Asian uh, person. There was there was um, Marvin Williams, a former player. Of course. Was, was in front of us. He's BAME, but the, I was with, probably the um, only Asian person With, with there. kids. I've, I've, yeah. I presume some of his boys. I, I guess I don't... Well, certainly from his, he's a coach now at Sutton, so he may have brought others from the club. They were all oh, 10, 11 years old-ish, yeah. that kind of... And they're in an atmosphere. And yes, you are going to hear some swearing. Um, it's, it's part of the course of football. I don't think that's a, you know, it's a bad, not a bad thing for a child to, to know the difference when you can and can't use such language because that's part of becoming an adult. But, you know, yeah, it can get a bit, um, yeah, <laughs> it can get a bit um, torrential. Near the mark. Times. Near yeah. the mark. Near the mark, Stuart. But, right. you know, were they, did that, did, he was there. No, people were shaking his hand saying, saying, you know, nice to see you again, that kind of thing. This is not a racist club, and yet this is the image that some in the, or the majority of, of the media, the majority, I think, want to to cast us in. And it would be greatly helped if some people didn't sing silly songs. Of course, but, I mean, you know, Nick, this this is what I'm trying to say. I've gone and you know, I've spoken to my pals on a Friday night about the club, and I've said, you know, this, that, the other. Look at what the, you know, I I talk about, you know, some a friend of the show, Michael Avery, proudly always talks about, mm. you know, the football and the community awards that Mill was won. You know, you you hear Steve Cavanagh talking about it yourselves, everyone talking about Mill will do so much for such a. A, a tough community in South. It's it's not easy it's living impoverished. here. It's, it's an impoverished not area easy of London. Living here, and and Mill will do so much for people. Mill will do so much for the BAME community. So what you know, I for me it was like a case of we we've taken you know a hundred steps forward, but you know we've taken fifty back, but then another seventy because of what's been sort of you know chucked on the club, uh, and and the, sort of the fuel that's been added to the fire this week. And again, as I said to you, I wouldn't put myself in a position where I felt in danger. And if I'm honest with you, Nick, you know we've been in contact since since Saturday, since yeah. Friday, yeah, yeah, every yeah. day, all yeah. of us, yeah. all three of us, plus more outside. Yeah. And and I was standing opposite, well next to you, 
I just heard good stuff. It was mm. a great atmosphere. I only heard about that chant at 10 o'clock on Saturday well, night. When when the video came through. 10 o'clock on Saturday was, night. I, mean, I, I genuinely didn't hear it. I said this to um, present on this station earlier on in the week. I said I didn't hear <laughs> it. And, you know, I'm not saying it didn't happen because the video is, is, is evidence. It's damn, damn yeah. evidence. You can't argue with it. It happened. But if we on the other side of the, of the stadium in, in that atmosphere didn't see it, well, it was hardly... Um, you know, a, a Ku Klux Klan rally was it? it? It was. It was a group of of people that should have known a lot better, and have embarrassed the club because it's now out there on social media. Um, and we, you know, we, we didn't hear it. Chaps, we're going to take a break. I'm I'm going to invite your calls on this evening. If you want to have your say, have your say. If you don't want to, then then you know, stick around and listen. It's at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. O two o eight seventy twenty five five eight. Look, I know it's a, a a topic some people don't want to talk about. Some people might get heated about. You know, I I say to people, you know, come on and and you know, with a side of caution as well, because there's la- English law. We exactly, we, we we are governed by Ofcom, but we'd love to hear from you tonight. Oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight. We've had a tweet in from Charlie. Just said, first time listener here. Can I have a shout out for me and my mate Stanley, please? <laughs> Yeah, there you go, Charlie and Stanley. You've been shouted out. This programme was previously broadcast live on Love Sport Radio, so some items may be out of date. For more podcasts or to listen live, visit lovesportradio.com. Yeah, quarter past nine on your Friday night. This is Love Sport Radio. We're going to be speaking to uh, Mickey, the uh, the Millwall fan on the board, Mickey Simpson, who's been a a great help this week. I want to sort of just pick up on a point um, as well. You know, my first sort of, and I know it's very like me, 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 but I feel really kind of part of this, mm. you know. But my my first sort of port of call was to speak to you, uh, Harry, and speak to you, Nick, mm. and and I know you replied to me. Uh, on the, you know the next morning, Harry was like straight away going, you know, it's a minority. And Harry, you made I think the most salient point of everyone that at fifteen thousand people, there are a couple of hundred who are going to go and it's sort of you know become intoxicated on certain bits and pieces, and they're going to turn up and they don't they 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 lose all sort of faculties if you like, and it's true. We call them the strings. <laughs> we refer to them as the strings. They are the strings that attach themselves to Millwall when we do well, the thing, um, when the we thing, have an event, when we go to Wembley. 2013 when we go to Wembley and storm let's be let's be honest though Harry I mean as, as soon as that draw was made Mill versus Everton yes I've been around in the track enough times you too I knew that was going to be a tasty fixture you, you yeah. cannot tell me that Mill versus Everton um in the fourth round of the cup it's being played at 5 30 in in the uh, the early evening I'd call that the danger zone <laughs> the danger zone um we, we it did it doesn't you know I'm not I'm not defending um incidents we've described already but it doesn't take a genius to work out that's going to be a high-profile electric atmosphere. I think the Met has to take a little bit of a little bit of a hit over the the events outside. And I don't think I, I don't think they do. I think it's the TV companies. Well, well it's it, wanting it at five thirty, they can they can say no. They have said no in the past. I mean, the last time they made a mistake like this was the West Ham 
Millwall game at the bowling where they allowed the pubs to be open on Green Street. 7.45 kick-off. At 7.45 kick-off on a summer's night, yeah, night where a Millwall fan was stabbed. <laughs> and remember, it was Millwall and West Ham violence yeah. was reported. It wasn't... Yeah, yeah. You know, these are, these are all things, all this in the chequered history of Millwall... But the media coverage remains the same. It is one-sided. It's always Millwall's fault. Millwall could be, you know, Millwall could have a hundred people stabbed, and it'd still be their fault. But that game, possibly, if, if it wasn't for the TV, and I think you're right that television guided the decision to kick it off late. I, I'm, I'm caught in two between two stalls on that because if you kick that off at 12:30 in a cold Sunday morning, it, it would have be been a, it would have been dead in the event. You know, we, we, we've spoken about the electric atmosphere and that was a real full-on den traditional mill atmosphere. You could almost touch it. Um, partly due to the fact that it was 5.30 kick-off and everyone had been, um, you know, uh, partaking of On light refreshment sauce. all afternoon. <laughs> um, well, we certainly hadn't. Well, yeah, you, you, I was driving. No, I was no, 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 sober. We, 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 uh, we <laughs> all had. Um, the emotional one at Schultzy has yep. tweeted in. Um, and he's actually um, tweeted in about his son, it's a post I've seen. Um, unfortunately, his son is suffering from cystic fibrosis and is currently in hospital. And he actually tweeted this week, said, my club, Millworth, here. amazing. My son has cystic fibrosis and is currently in hospital due to a lung infection. A couple of days ago, I received a video message from Steve Morrison and today I passed on the post. Thank you all involved. You put a smile back on Finley's face and it's a picture of like, you know, a signed, yeah. signed yeah, picture so I think and, seen, you yeah. know, a yeah, pennant exactly. and whatnot. And he's just said, this is Millwall in a nutcase. Um, maybe a nutshell, but definitely <laughs> some form of nut. There's, there's a Freudian truth. Exactly. <laughs> Freudian slip. No, I agree with you completely. I thank you, the emotional one. Uh, a brilliant, brilliant message. And I really appreciate it. Um, Matt has tweeted and saying, uh, "At last sport radio, love the Millwall shirt. I was in the family stand block 15 season to get older, and I didn't even hear it." As I've said earlier this week, I worked it out that 0.6% of the crowd were singing that these 0.6% won't be there tomorrow because they're day trippers. And Harry, I think that's the point you, you've made when you talk uh, strings, is it? I call them the strings, strings. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, it's, it's the big game <laughs> night. Um, big Wembley attracts them. Any 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 kind of big event will attract. I mean, we avoid. Um, we try to avoid the tube on certain Wembley journeys, I don't we? I prefer to drive, but um, yeah, I mean, you, you can't have it both ways. You can't have a great electric mill atmosphere and then complain if it spills over a little what you no. can do is deal with it and the club have come out again going back to an earlier point um you know i had a very weird debate if i'm honest on on, on this station with about at what point does um does it become a majority of fans almost as other club are trying to evade their responsibilities because it was a minority of fans which is the truth of it and yet the club have come out and said they will deal with it quite severely if, if they ban, can ban anyone ban they can over, for life which you know you, you can um, which is all you can do probably legally well you can you argue can. right and wrong to that but anyway they, if, they, if these people are found they will have to take their medicine quite quite hard but so the, as I said on 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 the, on the other day, it's, it's when one person does it. Not it doesn't don't need a majority of fans for it to become Mill's issue. They're dealing with it with one person. I mean, Very you know, a lot, a lot of people have turned around to me, and, and you know, I've spoken on other radio stations, and I've said, you know, put simply, it needs to be dealt with. It needs to be dealt with. But that's the biggest cliche of the lot in terms of when you're talking about racially motivated incidents, and you know, and 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 stuff like that, and. Uh, you know, when people say that, I question, you know, kick it out. And I was, I, you know, again, I was on the radio earlier on and I had, you know, our very own James Gray asking me and saying, you know, well, with their budget, well, fair enough. If they can't operate, what's the point? Take it back and ask the FA, get the FA to deal with it and get the FA to start dishing out sanctions. And I, you know what? One thing I'll say, I'll commend um, Steve Kavanagh, who's been everywhere in the media this week. That man 
probably needs a, a he needs a bacon roll or a holiday or, or both, you know. <laughs> a large stiff drink. Of large some stiff drink. drink. Maybe he's having that tonight. Potentially, you know. Hopefully, he's having a pina colada or two and just relaxing tonight, Steve Kavanagh. Because probably waiting for tomorrow. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, he he has been out and about all week, and and you know, I, I've got nothing but sort of respect for the fellow and the way he's dealt with it. And he's turned around on various platforms and said, "We will find him." And we will ban these people. At the end of the day, it was an all-ticket affair, one. Two, it was a, a, a ticket affair with booking history. Mm. So there's got to be an element of, of truth with where the people are and, and, and stuff like that. You'd hope so, but this, You'd is, hope Mil- so. this is Millwall's... Um, another one of Millwall's Achilles heel sometimes that we're not <coughs> necessarily known for being in the seat that you necessarily should sit in in these ca- particular cases. No. And I wouldn't want us to be... I know it doesn't work for this particular instance, but it's a bit of a, a Millwall taboo subject in itself. I mean, I, I, th- I mean, as I said, and put put it in these terms. I mean, the, the, whoever gets caught for this will, t- will have to take their medicine. Oh yeah, of course. you know, and they can't really argue if they're caught on video doing it, and the club have evidence, so that will follow whatever course it follows. The question I've got for the listeners out there on a wider level is. Um, if we accept that racist abuse is is something that is a wrong, a social and certainly a legal wrong, what's the sanction? What 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 should happen? Because there's been a lot of calls for us to be thrown out of um, the FA Cup from various sources. Um, interestingly, not for uh, Tottenham to be thrown out of the FA Cup or any other uh, Macclesfield. I understand there was there was um, homophobic abuse against Sol Campbell, and you know there's been incidents at Shrewsbury versus. Wolves, they're all still in the competition or whatever competitions they were playing in, but we've got to get thrown out. But I want to know from listeners if they've got any thoughts. Should there be a sanction? Should what should happen? Because it's easy to for us all to sit here and say, um, you know, that that, that is a bad think, thing. Well, what, what, where does it take you? What, think, what should happen? I think it's a bit of a a bit of a step to start sanctioning out people when we've had. What was the game played behind closed doors earlier this season? It was for, uh, Croatia, wasn't it? Was it for the swastika moaning into the pitch? England, Croatia. Yeah, yeah. So they, so they didn't. They punished the fans by not letting them watch the fans, which also punished the other club. I mean, or, or the other country in this sense of England whose fans would have liked to have gone there I don't know anyone's got a simple solution to this and this, this, is, this is the problem it is not an easy subject it's not an easy subject to talk about and it's certainly not an easy subject to, to resolve and I don't know if anyone I think John, I think John Barnes has got it right about education though because I don't well it is education I, I think some of those people I know it's going to sound naive might not necessarily believe that's an unacceptable term they don't see I don't you know, you see these videos online of stupid people not being able to... Normally it's Americans because they're an easy uh, bunch like of people. Like Darwin Awards, that yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Where they go, name another country, and they can't do it. And you don't believe these people exist, but they do. They they, they, they walk I, amongst us, shall we say. I don't think in 2019 anyone can go through this life <clears throat> not knowing that use of certain words is, is, is a problem. Because would you sit in your workplace and say that? No, you wouldn't, because you're probably going to be shown the door quite quickly. Yeah, I'd hope so. I'm, I'm so, just playing devil's advocate on the side here, because it's interesting to to see what people find offence is, is very personal, isn't it? It's something that you would find... I mean, we can all agree that the term they used is offensive. We can yeah. all agree that. But... I hate being called it because I'm not it. Yes. I, 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 <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah. um, I'm I'm not actually a Pakistani person. You know yeah. that that I'm I'm from the other side of the border, unfortunately. But I get I, I get called it a lot by 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 a variety of people. Um, but it's a, it's a generic abusive term. I don't think there's anyone that can't deny that. No. No. Um, but then again, going back to what you were saying, 
it, it's a bit like where do you draw the line? You know, you call Irish people Paddy all the time. Is that acceptable or isn't it acceptable? Mm. It, do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Spot on. We're going to take a break. Uh, after this, we're going to be speaking to Mickey Simpson, fan on the board. Uh, get your calls in. 0208 7025 or your tweets at Love Sport Radio. For the fans, by the fans, Love Sport Radio. Yeah, thanks to Bermondsey Boy for tweeting in. Uh, big fan of the show saying I was going to call in and give an opinion, but I don't want you taking off it. I appreciate <laughs> your due diligence in the matter. I really, really do. Uh, let's talk to uh, Mickey Simpson. He's the Millwall fan on board. How are you, Mick? I'm fine, Aaron. How are you? Yeah, not bad, pal. Not bad. It's been a tough week. Um, good to have you on board. Just take, talk us through sort of what your week has been like. Um, it's been an interesting week. Um, as you know, I mean, obviously, I've spoken to you most days this week, yeah. um, and you've been, you know, um, an absolute gentleman, to be fair, um, offering to help in any way you can, which has been fantastic. But you sort of, I think you've seen um, what the club does behind the scenes when a situation like this arises. It's, they don't just sit back and think, oh, well, you know, we're, we're doing bits and pieces. They, they attack this full on. Um, they look for... Um, who the culprits are, try and identify um, who the you know the few individuals were. What it was probably out of fifteen and a half thousand there, there was probably a group of about fifteen to thirty um, supporters who did that chant, um, and they will they will try and identify them. When they do, they will be banned for life. There's no ifs or buts. Um, that will be it. They're not welcome at Millwall, and they're not the sort of fans that Millwall has in their club. Um, but it's the same as everything. Rather than make an opinion straight away. You've got to evaluate what's gone on, look at everything, find out everything going along. These people made the chant, they will be dealt with, but you can't just make sweeping statements like a lot of the media have done. Mick, I, th- I think it's been an eye-opening experience for some of our club media team as well, because some of them are quite young and they haven't seen this before, and those of us who are a bit longer in the tooth know full well how the Millwall mania, you know, the meltdown goes. But I think it's been a bit of an eye-opening experience for them because the media has this the, has been disproportionately lopsided against us. No kind of counter story. No, no, no. Um, it's almost been verdict first, trial later. Something out of Alice in Wonderland, isn't it? Well, that's it. I mean, you know, I mean, I could come out and. Okay, it's a criminal matter, like what Harry said. Good yeah. evening, by the way, Harry and Nick. But you know, with the with the stuff that went off outside the stadium, yeah. I'm not going to make any judgment on there or any anything, any views or anything else until I've had the police meeting. Um, once I get a police meeting in a couple of weeks, once I've you know, as I said to them, they can have all the time to gain everything what they need so that we can get a complete debrief. Um, and with the other fan groups, then we'll be told, you know, things what if anything went wrong, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But there's no point in me coming out and making a statement on stuff I know nothing about. No. Um, and that's the problem. It, it, it just All the media wants Millwall to change and tells us, oh, we're stuck in the dark ages and all that. No, we're not stuck in the dark ages. We do so much to fight racism. We do so much to work going forward. We work with Kick It Out. We work with Millwall for All. We work with the local community. We engage with every single person inside our community. The problem is the media don't let us go forward. Look at ITV this week showing headlines and doing Millwall versus Everton, all the stuff from there. What do they go and show? They go and show a disorder what happened 30 Mm. years ago at Luton. 
why re, why keep going over the past just for the hell of it? Just... It's, it's it's an easy story, Mick. I mean, we we all know the answer to the question. We 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 know how easy a story is to to have Millwall and trouble in the same headline. And um, <clears throat> I, you know, you're right. I mean, the club does an immense amount. The community scheme does an immense amount to tackle these issues. Uh, and the credit we get for that is 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 momentary because when 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 this you know these situations kick off you find out who your true friends are and we <laughs> there don't seem to be many out there do there maybe the one sitting opposite me right now present company excluded you know um, you you've you're in a twitter spat at the moment i mean i can't make it i can vow that but you're in a twitter spat under your feed at the moment with a certain another media bod and mm-hmm. The ignorance is shocking. There's no other word for it. The ignorance on what the club do, the ignorance on what the club are trying to do going forward is thrown away for a 30-second clip of Twitter that hasn't hasn't had time to be acted upon yet. You can't just, you know, what did they want Millwall to do? Wake up Sunday morning and ban everyone in Block 18? But, I mean, the TalkSport Kangaroo Court, I mean, we we use use their name um, as we're on Love Sport Radio, but we talk about TalkSport. That was a kangaroo court, Mick, that Steve walked into on on Monday morning. That was shocking. Um, Appalling treatment. Disrespectful. Mate, yeah, hugely disrespectful um, and really expected better than that from from the people involved. Um, And to come up with... Um, the name change and this and you know, if you want to be controversial, that's great, but don't don't use a situation what's highly important and and, and potentially has serious effects to to individuals across the country. Not just you know, don't the individuals who did it at Millwall will be punished regardless. What the media could be doing is trying to help identify these people so that then we can so that then Millwall can deal with them rather than blame it all on Millwall and say Millwall doesn't do this, doesn't do that. You've got no idea what Millwall does. But you want to just make that judgment there and then and say, well, is it? because the problem is large media companies want to put these stories, sensationalise them and cause controversy around it so that it creates more impact to their sites. So it creates more revenue so that their advertisers, everything else, kickbait, everything else. So in theory, I suppose the question is, then putting headlines in a certain way, does that glorify the subject was being spoken about? No, it does, do it. M- Mickey, stick do with us. Mickey, stick with us. Stick with us. I'm just going to bring, bring yeah, your line down a bit. We've got Tony uh, on the line from Essex. How are you, Tony? Hello, good evening. Hello, pal. Uh, Tony, welcome start. to the show, mate. All right, yeah, mate. Start by saying no one likes us, we don't care. That's what it's all about right now. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, mate? Um, that is absolutely the truth. Did you hear the chanting on on Saturday night? I, I didn't. I was over in the West Stand. Did you hear it where you, you were, Tom? You were opposite it. I was in the same stand as it. And yeah. I will tell you, hand on my heart, I did not hear it. If I heard it, I'd say something. But I did not hear it. Yeah. Um, I saw the video, and I, to be fair, I was disappointed with it. I was... I was, it's, it's another thing that comes down and you just think, why us? Why? Because every time we have something good go, that, that, that a chant like that goes up. But I was in that stand and I can tell you, hand on heart, I did not hear it. I would tell you if it did. You know, every, we, we, there's some very industrial languages that are then, and I can say, <laughs> I can say quite often I partake in that myself. All right? You know, I do, I do use... Uh, Every swear word, no to man, but it's not racist. And I, and I hear the people around me, and, and, and they don't partake in that. And so I was disappointed to, to, to hear what would have been acceptable on the terraces 30 years ago isn't what's acceptable now. And so all, all I want to say, like I said, what's happened since then 
what's happened with talk sport radio what's happened with the media and the mm. papers and where the scum of the earth and I, i've been called racist and I, I can't coach children's football because i must hold racist views because i'm a Millwall fan and you know it's disgusting it's absolutely disgusting and the people can't understand that those saying it about us are being as stereotypical and as racist as the idiot minority of the people that were singing those songs and they don't understand that 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 it is a detriment to them and it's a detriment to everybody. If you want to kick racism at football, you talk about it. You don't throw accusations at people and, 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 and good hard working. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Proper fans, you don't throw it at them, and, that, and that's what's happened to me. And it happens every single time. We're easy. You know, Reg Burr said it. Every, every Millwall fan knows that we're going to get stick, we're going to get grief. There's, not, there's a reason we think no one likes us, and, and, and this just proves it. We, we, beat a, we beat a decent Everton team, a full strength mm, Everton yeah. side, on the pitch and in the stands and potentially outside it, which we shouldn't glorify. Or, you know, no, 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 we, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't be glorifying <laughs> any of that. Happen. At the end of the day, exactly. at the end of the day, Tony, no one has focused on the fact that it was a fantastic mill performance on the pitch. On what's what's, what, what, what's, what's been, what's been, let's be fair, a very lacklustre season after last year. Yeah. It's been, it was a fantastic mill performance. Let me just bring Mickey um, in. Mick, would you, would you, would you reckon to what Tony's saying? Obviously, you know, he, he coaches sort of younger, uh, younger kids and, 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 you know, it's, it's kind of affecting him. You know, I, I understand it affects all of us. I mean, the first thing someone says to you, or there's a couple of things, when you say to someone, oh, you're a Millwall fan, the first thing they say to you is say, oh, that's a racist club, or, or that's, a, that's a thuggish club. And you're like, that's not, have you been there? Well, that's, um, their pre- that's, their pre- that's their prejudice. They're equally is, prejudiced, but, yeah. But if you know the history of Millwall, and obviously Nick can verify on this, because, you know, Nick obviously is... is He's old, old, right? old, yeah. So, but Millwall took on the NF. Millwall took on 
Combat 18. Millwall, you know, got rid of these national fronts, BNP, etc., etc. when they tried to turn up at the den um, many years ago and try and leaflet it, try and think. Millwall don't do this sort of politics. They don't, they're not interested in it. To them, football is football. It don't matter who you are, what you are, football is football. But you get, sometimes you'll get idiots. And these idiots are in life. Wherever you go, you see the videos of people on tubes, you see the people on, on buses, etc., etc., where, you know, they do these racist videos and stuff like that. These are just society as a whole. But in a stadium of 15, 15 odd thousand people, and you're talking of probably less than 100 people done this out of that, it's not, it's not Mill. And it was shut down. I mean, you speak to people who are standing around there and, and people either didn't hear it or it didn't last long. I mean, you know, it, the club's spoken to people in there. The club's taken action up there. The club's shut down the two back rows. There were 17 season tickets there. Steve Cavanaugh phoned them all personally and spoken to them and told them why he wants them to move for the rest of the season. He's not saying any of them have guilt or accused any of them or anything, just explain why. And every single one of them turned around and said it's fully acceptable and they don't want in their club. I'd also... I don't think there's any fan that does. And that's the problem. The media wants everyone to believe that we do, when actually, if you actually speak to the fans, no one does. One of the things with modern life, Mick, and Mill's not in a position to solve this at all, but the, the platform that social media give gives to one or two voices is disproportionate to, you know, to the actual um, numbers involved. You know, you see it more widely in politics that one or two people can have a, a platform with that commands and audiences, vast audiences. The problem, the message I would send out to probably youngsters using Facebook or, or WhatsApp or whatever is have a think before you post stuff on your on your social media account. Best of all, don't do it in the first place. Bit, bit, being a keyboard warrior is, is, is sort of par for course uh, in, Wait, in, in this in this you, era. You forget about social media. You've had a, you had a Pakistani cricketer that was giving racist abuse to mm. a black batter. Yeah. You know, it, it does. It, you get it in all walks of life from every race and every background, in every office, in every workplace, in every church. There will be people that hold undignified, unrealistic, racist views. And it's not acceptable. And what I would say is, as Millwall fans, we would, we're outspoken. You know, if, if someone had a racist view in my workplace, I'd call them up on it. And every other Millwall fan would call them up on it. You know, you get 40 or 50 people and we, we're tarnished with all with the same thing. It doesn't happen. Millwall fans think- are outspoken. So if you get 40 or 50 Millwall fans are outspoken and they hold racist views, then it's going to be heard. However, most of the majority of Millwall fans will call them up on it. If it happened in the pub, you'd have some Millwall fans say, hey, hey, calm yourself down, you know, don't hold that, and they would call them up on it. And I, I would, I would, I would, I would, it's not going to happen. You would not have that at Millwall. We will, but, it, it, it's too easy to throw that at us. And I, don't, I, I just don't understand it. T- t- Tony, Tony, let me, let me bring you back in, Tony. Let me bring you back in. Firstly, I want to hear your, your, your sort of reaction to, to what Mickey just said. Plus, I want to know, what would you do to remedy this situation now? How do you go forward as a Millwall fan? Do you think it's up to kick it out and the club to provide education for Millwall fans? Do you want to see points being docked? Do you want to see areas of the ground being closed? You tell me, if you were heading things up, how would you do things? If I was heading things up, I would find the individuals that did it and I would educate them because if they are not representative of the club, they don't they don't represent Millwall. And of course, no, the club should not be punished for individuals. 
That's like saying if, if, if McDonald's had a few racist workers, we close down a branch of McDonald's. It, 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 what, what, could, what could McDonald's do or what can Mill do to stop individuals having ridiculous, outdated views? They can't do anything about that. All do you they ban can do them? If they hear it. But do you is, ban yeah, them? Exactly. Of course you ban them. There you go. Because that's not, that's not acceptable in, in, in but, modern society. And Mill was a football club. If they find out who did this, which they will do because they have microphones all over the place. They have fantastic CCTV. They work in great like, communication with the, the British Transport Police and the Metropolitan Police. When they find out who did this, they will take action and they will stop those people coming to the den because that, that is not acceptable. So would, what would I do with those individuals? They'll be banned from the club. Is that going to stop those individuals from having those views? Of course it's not. So are we solving the problem? No. Instead of those no, we, people doing it at a club, in a public view, they'll do it down the pub and they're still going to hold it. And what we need to do as a society to say is, actually, what's the best thing about being in London? What's the best thing about being Millwall? Well, you're in a multicultural society. You know, everyone around the den comes from all over the world. We're a microcosm of the entire world and we all represent that. You know, you've got people yeah, but, from all over the place, Nigerian, Barbados, you, and, and we're proud of that. We've got fans from all over the world. You know, you got, I've got support from all over the world. So you can tell us that we hold these views, but that's ridiculous. You've got some individuals that hold these views from every different background. You ban them, you tell them and you educate mm. them that that's not acceptable in T modern society to have that. Tony, no, mate, mate, no, fair play. I, 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 I agree with you on education. Let me bring Nick, Harry and Chaps. Do you want to jump in on this? Only to say that the club is... Its track record in dealing with this issue is pretty good, and I would I would hold Millwall up as as good as any. I mean, I don't have any figures to hand, but it is, it is, it is one of the leaders in dealing with this yeah. issue. When it arises, we had an incident a few years ago. I mentioned it to the to Brian Moore earlier this week. Um, a youngster, and I think his age played his part because he wasn't banned, but he was asked to go on a re-education course to, to deal with race issues. He, he abused um, Marvin Sordell, who was at Bolton at the time. Um, now that was that was felt to be the right way forwards on in that particular case. These guys, as we've said a few times, will probably be looking at bans, and you know that's they, they've got no one else to blame but themselves because the the embarrassment of course to the club is is disproportionate to the to the actual uh, amount that were involved in this. Kick there we are. Kick it out believes that you know in certain cases that people just need education and. You know, if they get banned and then kick it out, get involved, and then it's down to kick it out. Kick it out will always come back to the club. I've, I've, I've dealt with them over time where they come to you and they ask for, you know, an appeal hearing to speak to a fan who, who they say has changed and they feel that has actually moved forward and they need to move forward. Because the trouble is, yes, punish people if they're not going to change, but if people are being rehabilitated and stuff, then you've got to give them the chance. And if an organisation like Kick It Out is saying actually, we think, you know, they've moved forward, then you're going to sit there and look at it. And, and you know, we work with Kick Out. I mean, at the moment, Kick It Out, the FSF um, and the organisation, the diversity side of Millwall, which is Millful, they're, they're in the process now of forming a, um, a, a, a panel of people to discuss how we move forward. How, how do we address... Yeah, but Mick, Mick isn't that forward? the point of Kick It Out? Aren't they supposed to be offering those solutions? And this is, you know... They are, they are. But this, yes, this, is, are. this is what, I mean, I challenged James Graham, you know, in the, in the, in the run-up to the football fan shows tonight. You know, I challenged him and he turned around and goes, oh, you haven't seen their budget. If 
kicking out can't do the job, give it back to the FA, let the FA do the job. Let the FA recruit 10, 12 people from within or go and recruit people and build their own version of kick it out and go and eliminate this problem. And to be fair, yeah, if I was kicking out, get funding from the FA, Aaron. Mate, if they get funding from the FA, then why, why am I getting from someone that their budget isn't I mean, big enough? Get, I, mean, I mean, at the end of the day, Aaron, don't they get funding through the football... Um, for the Football Federation, which is obviously funded by the FA and, and the um, Premier League and everything else, same as the FSF and Sports Direct, etc., etc. So, you know, the, it, the I, funding I, I, of those is probably a different show altogether, mate. But, I, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, do they need to do a bit more? Uh, of course they do. Apart from, apart from sitting behind desks and releasing statements and condemning these actions... Let's be I'm fair. Not... No, 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 Mick. This is my view. This is not might not yeah, be yeah, your yeah. view. Might not be someone else's view. If I was kicking out right now, this is what I'd say to Millwall Football Club. I'd say that ahead of next season, when your supporters sign up for a season ticket, they are sent a link to a, a, a you know a, a movie or a film in regards to racial education or that courses are put on at the den or whatever. You know, that if you want to do education, we do it properly. I've seen people this week coming out to me go, no, they need to have points, they need to have this, that, the other. It's too late for education. It's never too late for education. Mick, we're going to have to leave it there. Tony, great call. Thank you very much, pal. Uh, call us again as well, by the way, you know, it, you know, when we're actually talking about football. It'd be, uh, it'd be great to hear from you. Mickey, brilliant as ever, mate. Um, I really, really, really appreciate your um your input on that and you know the work that yourself and and steve kavanagh are doing and and you know again i i i said to to uh mickey earlier on that there's a, a comedian who who an asian comedian who put that out and i spoke to mickey and mickey said invite him down invite him to millwall and and i, and, you I would know. i would say to anyone i mean i've met you we've yeah. been to two couple of games now yeah. um i would i would say to people i meet at work of, of different backgrounds Come down to den, you know. Exactly. You, you probably enjoy yourself, and um, you know, apart from the football, sometimes. Exactly. Get yourself some jelly deals. We're going to take a short pause because we're very, very late. This is Love Sport. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. Actually, going back to football and uh, Preston North End have taken on Frank Lampard's derby. Can I just say, by the way, mm-hmm. how refreshing it is to see them on TV? Who? Derby Frank County? Lampard's derby. Yeah, I don't see an awful lot of them. I never you? see them on TV. <laughs> That's their new name, isn't it? <laughs> Frank Lampard's derby County. I never watch them on TV. Ever, ever, ever. Just wait till they visit the Bermondsey Lions. That's yeah, going exactly. to be a real big Well, the big Bermondsey go. Lion franchise. No. The, cu- the cuddle, Suffolk Park it's Cuddle the Club. Suffolk Park Road. <laughs> cuddle Club. Royals. <laughs> the Suffolk Park. Rebranding. I mean, oh dear. I like how we've touched on this in the last 12 minutes of the show. <laughs> but that was, without that, on a long line of stupid Millwall ideas, that's up there. It does have, it does have, um, the new Bermondsey provenance. It has provenance because back in the 70s, Gordon Jago was Mill manager at the height of the hooligan phase in the 1970s. And one of his ideas was to change the name of Coldblow Lane to Sunshine Avenue 
What? And, and changed the name of Millwall Football Club to Lewisham, Lewisham Lions, I think it was. Sunshine Lions. Avenue. Yeah, he's got all it, sorts of content. Can I just say, they should have called it Electric Avenue and go, we're going all right. Down <laughs> it to... Was no, 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 we're not allowed to enjoy ourselves. Oh, that's you, true, that's Didn't you hear the Everton fan and, and, call into another rival radio station saying that we were egging them on by playing Rocking All Over the World after we won? <laughs> yes! Yeah, it was they're, the play, most cr- they're, pl- they're playing that music! It's <laughs> the most cringeworthy thing I've ever heard. Other than, obviously, what the other bloke said on the other radio station <laughs> yeah. so, well I mean look this this is actually you know I'm, I'm quite pleased he said that in one thing because I've always had this idea of doing this podcast and there's actually an American sort of podcast company who are willing to back it which is um, to do you know the, the classified football results but all the teams names have to be substitute for American franchise names so like Fulham become the Fulham White Badgers or no the West, <laughs> the West London White Badger franchise Chelsea are the West London Blue franchise uh, or the West London Oil franchise or something like that uh, Arsenal are North London Red Tottenham are North London White uh, Man United are the Manchester Red Devil franchise um, so you know it, it, it works what would Millwall be? well the, the southern part like the Bermondsey Lions or <laughs> Bermondsey Lions the yeah. Bermondsey Blue Lions um, you know very, I don't, I don't very, think very, it, very 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 strange isn't it no we're like Millwall I, I mean I would even I would even accept to a point I don't, you know we were making a joke not so long ago when we had Cafinha uh, in it is it Cafinha the the, not, the World Cup for countries that aren't countries oh, oh yeah. Conifa Conifa there we yeah, go yeah, sorry yeah. They, um, they were in here and I was talking about you know when we got bought out by New Bermondsey by Lewisham's development yeah. I was going to call we're going to have our breakaway country called New, Ber- New, New Bermondsey Republic of New Bermondsey the Republic well, of like New Bermondsey well like Yorkshire is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's it's been muted, I suppose, but it was a strange, strange decision for that young man to do that on that particular morning. Shall we mention, before we close, I've only got a couple of minutes, what a great performance it was. To <laughs> Shall we Ross. mention the football? Because, <laughs> you know, in the midst of all this nonsense and this hysteria and, and biased reporting, there was a fantastic performance by... A, an under under strength Millwall team. That wasn't our first choice eleven that we played against them. I, I feel. I feel. Can I just say? I feel quite guilty for for lambasting Murray Wallace. Um, <laughs> I, I, I. I mean, my idea is what I, I said. He was a poor man, Scott Malone. He, you know. well, no, he's not even a poor man, Scott Malone. He's a poor man's a Tony Craig. But, you know. but talk about find yourself in the right place at the right <laughs> yeah, time. Let, let's all be honest. It's all about Juicy Jake, isn't it? Juicy, Juicy Jake. Jake Cooper. Cooper is without doubt not going to be at Millwall in the summer. I'm sorry. I, I'd, I'd love him to stay. There was but an money article, talks. article about his, you know, his development as a player on News at Den, and I think you're right. I mean, he's, he's, he's clearly the height, the the, the um, his his, um, his his ability in defence, and also the danger he causes when he goes forward. Well, that moment when Jordan Archer had a form, a moment of a the momentary form. lapse of yeah. reason. a bit like um, like <laughs> the a, artist formerly like known as the artist <laughs> formerly known as Jordan Archer. Amphlet's condition, that's called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once one losing one's head for some time. I um, mean, ge- genuinely, I think on on the WhatsApp we were saying that you know we, we saw some vape smoke to our right, but there opposite was us, <laughs> well, it wasn't vape smoke; it was Harry just like combusting. Just saying, Archer doing Archer things, really. I mean, uh, but, I mean when, that is when, a standard Jordan Archer mistake. When that goal went in, you must have just been like, oh. To be honest, I thought I'd, I thought he'd finish one nil. I thought that was yeah, it. We'd I, I been all we'd... over him, and we'd give him one chance from twenty five yards. Ricardo, I thought that was us done for. But then to come back with Lee Gregory, I mean, that was a well finished. I mean, that goal goal's vital. That goal, that, right the, the timing of that goal. What a header! Yeah, I mean, he lobs the England number yeah, one. Yeah, no, but let me think about it. Pickford's quite short for a keeper. Yeah, no, but he doesn't really cut. He's he's caught in two minds there because the Barcelona left back. Um, He's not that good. Dinia. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's the the Everton goal to go ahead. <clears throat> I thought it was well taken. Well, well, you know, it was, it was, it was defensive. Check lapses. tossing. 
Um, no, I actually finished. But then what a handball goal to, to, to get back in, in the it's game. It's not a handball. It hit him on the arm. I know it did, but it's not proper handball. It's, like, it's got um, a Australian for, rules football. Yeah, what handball is Maradona punching it in? It hit him. It just hit him. You know, I would take diff- it all day long. Of course. But how many times they go against us? I mean, Loads. The, I mean, the, I, I mentioned the word housery last week. <laughs> I mean, housery. Beat housery. Yeah, beat housery. The, the housery of Neil Harris has to be applauded here. I mean, I also the, want to applaud the electric atmosphere that oh, then created because yes. that was something physical, and I think that that sustained what was a fairly average Millwall side, in, you know, without being um, too too downbeat about it. That was not a first choice eleven. No, and they were pulled through to the, the point where we we could actually nick the game at the, at the death. Yeah, by the effect of the crowd. Can we do tomorrow's preview? Can we are we changing the side? Or are we playing we're, the same? We're playing Rotherham tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> what, yeah. Could, what could possibly go wrong? No, 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 we won't mention anything. The Yorkshire Red Miller franchise. Oh dear. Um, yeah, go on. Um, no, just to say that that was a magnificent performance, and it's been lost in the in the turmoil of the week, and that's a real shame because I think that those players deserve the plaudits because you know um, Tony Cliff was not not now. I wouldn't have thought a first choice. No, it wouldn't be in my starting eleven now, and you know they, they really yeah. rose to the occasion yeah. against a team valued at what two hundred yeah. something million. Yeah, like um, very ordinary, scumfoot ba- buyers versus Barcelona buyers. Very, very I ordinary. Everton were very, very average. They need a quality manager. Um, chaps, very quickly, uh, Millwall halfway liners tweeted in. I really want to read um, their tweet up because mm-hmm. they sent it twenty minutes ago. I'm okay, very late. Uh, saying Atlas Friday, the charting was wrong and racist. And we will not minimise it. However, let's be um, clear. A rise of racist incidents is a football-wide problem. Making a special example of Millwall is bottling, taking on the wider issues that implicate big clubs in brackets, Spurs and Chelsea. Regarding the violence, this was a Millwall and Everton problem. Common theme, protect the Premier League brand and throw Millwall to the wolves. I think that's a very, 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 nice very, summary. very, yeah, very, very nice good summary. summary. Um, wow, chaps, that was the fastest hour of radio I've ever done. I did an agenda. We only got, didn't get off point one. <laughs> Didn't expect anything else to be fair. <laughs> no, me neither, pal. Me neither. Um, best of luck to uh, the Bermondsey Park Line franchise tomorrow. <laughs> the Senegal co- Fields. Senegal Se- 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 Fields. The Senegal Fields <laughs> Lions tomorrow. Uh, how's it going to go? 1-0 Millwall. Um, I fancy it's tomorrow, yeah. I think we'll get something tomorrow. Yeah, I think 1-0, 2-0, well. something like that. I'm going 2-1. Thanks, Paddy, for pressing the buttons tonight. You'll be majestic as ever. I'm back Monday night from 7 when we talk all things Arsenal. Have a great weekend. Saturdays of football. Bye for now. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.